0: Hi, guys, and welcome to the first podcast with the host from Trafford Talk Podcast. And it's an episode of Meet Your Hosts. And basically, this is obviously the first one, so we're just getting to know everyone. We're going to just go through a couple of wee questions to get everyone familiar with the guests and basically where they're from and who's their favourite players. So, with the series that's going ahead we've also we've obviously got hosts working on different series and you'll obviously be able to choose your favorite hosts and they'll be around the same time stamp on the week and one series is the community talk which i'll be taking part in and i'll be hosting guys from twitter instagram and facebook throughout the week and also cam and ahmed will be taking part in the match match day review series which will obviously take which will obviously take place live on Twitter after the game. and Sam uh, will be hosting myself on the Academy talk series and United Paper will be hosting the a series to come near near the transfer window uh, focusing on journalists, transfer news and reporters, alongside James who unfortunately can't reach us but he will be um, have the links uh, in the description and I'm sure he'll be on uh, Twitter as well. So just to get started, um, I'm going to just ask the first question. I'll speak at the end about who am I, uh, not how I started supporting United, but I'm first of all going to speak to Cam, my friend from Toronto, Canada, which is obviously going to be very different from me. So. Cam, um, yeah. So how did you start supporting United? Then I'm I'm interested to hear.
1: Uh long time ago and I was like I got an older brother who's like a lot older than me. Um and he's a United fan. And it's kind of one of those things when your family members support something, you just kind of jump in. Uh it's funny, I don't play, I don't play. Um, but like a lot of sports I, I follow, I don't play. But uh I started following a long time ago and i've been a pretty avid supporter i'd say especially the last 10 years after i finished uni i've had the time to watch the games um you know the best player for me is the cr7 that's that's my dude the goat um i know the argument goes on and on and on but for me it's all about winning and when a man can carry a team through a a european final like the way he did and i mean we don't need to talk about his united accolades because they go without saying so yeah man i've been a supporter for a long time and it's 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 funny because like most people in Canada support what one of four teams, and that's United, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Liverpool. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. man.
0: Yeah, and and obviously I met Cam through a uh, Twitter, uh, and I've obviously had lengthy conversations with him. But the the main aim of this channel and social media platforms, which are in the bottom right, no, there that way, as um, they have diversity and bring people from all over, bring fans. For example, Cam and Ahmed will be running um, the review series, which will hopefully be bringing on some some Twitter users and basically all over, just United fans in general. And it is obviously good, Cam, as well, the fact that uh, you started supporting United because your family did. And we know there is a huge support in Canada, and we're looking to obviously branch out there as well. But on to Sam, I'd like to talk to you about how you supported how you started supporting United. It's my a my graphic designer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the all the visuals, that's that's my my creations, I guess. But uh Yeah,
0: yeah go go and drop your um your Twitter.
2: Well, yeah if you want to if you want to uh, uh, follow my my design account it's uh you, you can find it by my twitter account which is obviously right in front of you so uh, find me there um but um yeah I no, really looking forward to, to getting getting started getting forward to knowing more of you guys and, and speaking to people and united fans from all over the place which would be great but um how did I start support United um quite similar to cam really I um my my granddad moved in. Um, when we were, oh God, I must say, about 12, 13. Uh, he was quite ill at the time, but he was a massive United fan. Um, I am terrible at football, have always been terrible at football, so much so that I was told to leave football training at school. <laughs> um, and But I always watched every game with him. And after he passed away, I kind of thought, I'll take on the mantle. And I've not stopped since. I feel like I had an X Factor sob story. Uh, so I'll have a, a golden buzzer now, um, but yeah, no. That, so that's that's where I started. So,
0: family. yeah. So how long ago was that that you started supporting United? Was it whenever you're very young, or was it not that long ago? Because so, I know, I mean, I know for me, whenever whenever I started supporting United, it was right back at day one. Whenever I was maybe seven, eight.
2: Yeah, I mean, my my family have always supported United. My stepdad supports United, but I wasn't I wasn't really that engaged. So I think probably when I was about 12, 13, so I'm going back uh, just over 10 years now. Um, that's when I probably really got engaged enough to realise what, what I was watching and, and who was playing and, you know, to actually keep up. So, yeah, but just over, just over 10 years, about 12 years.
0: Yeah, that's good. So we're going to obviously move on to People United, who is the man in the corner.
3: Hey, how's it going, guys?
0: Yeah, it's good to have you on.
3: Over January. Um, yeah, it's nice to join everyone. Um, so
0: so basically, all I want to know is just how did, he, how did he get into supporting United and how long for?
3: If I'm honest, it's a similar story to Sam. Um, Everyone's the same. Yeah, no, my, my granddad were not a United fan, but as a kid growing up, I used to just all we was always watching football. It was European football, English football, and Beckham probably stood out to me, but the main person who really got me was Fergie. I remember as a kid just watching him on that touchline and everyone was scared of him. And it was just that kind of presence around him. Like Beckham was the main man for me, like who I really like did fall in love with watching. But watching Fergie on that touchline, I don't know. It was just weird. It was just like, it was just watching like this genius on the touchline, that big presence. Like the match officials wouldn't even dare go anywhere near him. <laughs> and he starts hmm. tapping his watch. Yeah, no. For me, that was that was it. Soon as I see that, I was hooked. Like my, as I said, my granddad weren't a United fan, but I remember just watching all the games, and ever since then, and. I think I must have been 9, 10 when I started doing it and that's when Arsenal were really good I I think Arsenal were probably on a better run than United but it was just something about that United team that stood out like Beckham, number 7 everything what United players should be
0: Yeah, amazing team Yeah, for sure Very similar to Sam and Cam as well but Ahmed, talk to me how did you start supporting United then?
4: Well, first and foremost, lovely to be here. Finally, I'm sure my absence has been a notable sight for all of you, but it's lovely to be a part of it at last. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, to have f- you. thank you. Um, for me, it started quite a while ago, ironically on my birthday. Um, nothing family related, as the other three presenters have uh, brought up, but for me, it was because. Uh, I think I was just turned 2 or 3, and United were playing Juventus in the Champions League at Old Trafford. Uh, it was very cold night. I was in my house. I'd finished school. I was celebrating my birthday like any other kid. I was allowed to stay up, watch that game. Uh, it wasn't a good. It wasn't a good night result-wise. United lost one-nil because Nicky Butt felled Del Piero in the penalty area. But it was the Red Machine that night that Fergie had that captured my. My attention instantly. The constant attacking, the swarming of the Juventus backline, the excitement in the Old Trafford terraces—it's what made me get me hooked. Not only to football, but to Manchester United. And ever since then, I've been—you know—as far as I can remember, I've seen many great nights. I've been a huge fan despite the detestments of my family because I'm constantly against the the scapegoats in my house if we lose they laugh if we win I have to stick rub it in their face I live with a variety of different clubs in my with my siblings so it's a quite competitive atmosphere when it comes to football but for me it's been a good 20 years supporting this club since I was a kid and I've not regretted any moment ever since.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've supported United longer than I've been alive. (laughs) But only the reason why I started supporting United is way uh, away back uh, many years, and it was um, my family had been supporting United, and actually, um, my grand's uh, sibling, uh, Francis Burns, um, used to play for United and my full family have really just supported united half my family live in Wormslow, whereas i'm uh, situated in glasgow scotland and really i've just had united in me um since basically i can remember um obviously i am a bit younger than you guys so i'm talking about 2007 2008 time where calm get your get your top in where it's um ronaldo times um it was amazing watching him play. He was just unstoppable. Uh, that that full team was. And on, honestly, one of my main reasons as well for Sporting United is I still deem them this the best the best team in the world. The way the, the way the clubs ran, um from the fans to the to the management. I know obviously now
1: questions questionable but <laughs> Yeah. yeah i'm a question i'm a question the the top down part but you know yeah, well, whenever i was growing up it was
0: it was your david gills um not your not your edward words it was your david gills sir alex ferguson who so was always obviously, obviously scottish as well which made me even want to support united even more but yeah talking about who we, who we like the best i'm going to move on uh cam i'm going to speak to you first about who our favorite player is i mean i it's, I don't. I think I, I, think I can kind of guess this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think it's too difficult, but
1: so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sure. But um, you know, he had a good shout over there, Paper United, with uh, with Beckham being the Beckham's the waviest player I've ever. Like, see, he's the reason like the Memphis Depays, and I mean, half these guys exist. If we're gonna be honest, like he brought in that he allowed you to be like he allowed players to be superstars in their own right. But CR 7s my guy. Like, he's just. Like people talk about like ability when they compare him to Messi, and you always have to talk about Messi when you talk about Ronaldo because it's just a prerequisite. And the thing that's different about the two is just one one carries teams on its back. And like you see the like yeah, I saw that too, Sam. Um, you see the you see the difference when like I use like the which game was it? And I and, and it's a lot of games outside of United. Obviously, he carried United to multiple victories himself. But I always remember some of the most recent games when people were started to say he's getting old. That's when the conversation really started to change for me as he was getting old, but all of a sudden he's able to beat, um, what was it? Atletico Madrid by himself. He's able to carry Portugal by himself. And that's, that's when he started to separate himself for me. It's like, cause he was always the best when he's a United player. And I I always thought he was the best player in the world in those senses. But then I started seeing him do things that were like out of worldly for a guy in his what now thirties. Um, but everything he did, my favorite play that I can remember with, with Ronaldo to this day has got to be the um, the um counter-attack with Rooney. That's my favorite play. So, this, this moth on the screen is killing me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stay serious. I
0: can't stay serious at all. Because Cam is to my right, as you guys will see. And then all I just I just saw a, a flicker in front of me and I was I was so confused. I thought it was in my room. But yeah. Anyway, back back to the no, back, that... back to the question.
2: Back to the for anyone that's not not watching this, the I'm having a Mike Pence moment with a, a moth in my room. That's uh, if you're just listening to the audio, there's a moth that's
1: flitting around the
2: screen. <laughs> so hopefully you can you can tune into YouTube and and enjoy the yeah. But aerial. that's that
1: basically like that's why he's like my favorite. It's 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 what he did for United, obviously, and what he's continued to do through his career and the amount of love he gives back to us. A lot of players will leave their teams and whatnot and they'll like, you would expect him to talk about loving all his, he always talks about how much he loves United always, always, always. And and he's the admiration he has for the fans and that the fans had for him and that Ferguson had for him. um, It's just for me, he's the all around greatest player we'll ever see in my opinion. Yeah.
0: The Fergie days were really the glory days and ronaldo was probably the main staple in that time as well he was just fantastic for me anyway you guys obviously have watched united well before me but cam i'm pretty sure you can agree with me that ronaldo was unstoppable whenever he was at manchester united and pretty and he's basically superhuman the way he was moving around the park so sad that he moved on obviously but yeah we need to love with it so sam i want you next um hopefully you've sorted out your moth in your room um <laughs> no <laughs> it's still no, going no. yeah so could be what is who's your favorite player ever for manchester united
2: mine's a bit of a weird one and i i don't know how many other people will, will relate to this and i i think it's probably sentimental and, and slightly can't be
0: weirder than mine
2: <laughs> the time i got into or more involved in watching united but mine's nanny i i don't know why but whenever I, whenever i watched it and the, bear in mind this is probably when i started really getting involved in the games and and watching more avidly not sort of missing games he was always the player that i just loved watching he used to just score whenever he did score the, they were just worldies just i can't i can't think of many <laughs> that that weren't and I know we, you know, don't get me wrong. We had Rooney, we had Berbatov, you know, everybody else from that that sort of team, and they're all great. But he was always the one, and still is. I've just got this this memory of, and I just love it. I think he's great.
0: Yes, very strange one. Um, Probably put it in the same part as mines as you will uh, hear later on, but nanny. Yeah, he was, a, he was a magician, but for me personally... I'm not, I I'm not
2: say, saying he's up there. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, he's Yeah, he's I, I on, would say that, that was really all
0: he was, but the goals he scored, I mean, we, we all can talk about that. The goals, I mean, we could probably get one of the guys behind the scenes who are, who are hard-working on, on compilations. We could, to play Sam, we'll get a nanny compilation going. I'd love that. Yeah, make his day. Nostalgia. And um, nothing he's else the best right
1: life. winger we've ever had, at this point, when we still consider, at least in my generation, he might still be the best right winger. That's how bad the right wing's been, but like he might be like Antonio Valencia. The, 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 hmm. the, don't, yeah, don't say that. no, it's gotta be daddy. He's probably the best right winger we've ever had, so at least for me, that I've good,
0: seen. Good and Sancho, right? Well, anyway, moving on, um, Paper United. I want, I want to hear who your favorite player Ever to play for United Boys or else if wow. you want to choose someone just now, you can. You can no, no,
3: in. no. Um, mine's probably not predictable. Um, Vidic, I thought this guy, I don't know, it is It's quite boring. If I want my favorite player, really, probably is Ronaldo, but Vidic to me was just stood out. It, it is so underrated how good he was. I remember just. We was equally as good at defending as we was attacking. I remember watching the Champions League all the time and everywhere we'd go in Europe, nowhere could no one could break us down. It was he was an absolute rock at the back. He is everything a United player should be. He absolutely fought for the team, passion, great at defending, aerial presence. He would stick his head in on the boot. He did not care, and well organised. That defence was wow. One of the best defences in Europe, I think. That defence was so good, but like especially obviously in the oh seven oh eight season when we did win the Champions League. But all the other, like, look at—I know you could argue the Champions League is probably or harder to win than the Premier League, or vice versa. Everyone's got their own opinion, but how many Premier Leagues did he guard us to? And that each season,
0: just so consistent,
3: rarely injured. What a player! What an absolute yeah, player! Yeah.
0: Yeah, and try and name me I'd say three players that are than them. Yeah, yeah what, and and centre back. back.
3: And you you get the Van Dyke comparisons now, and don't get me wrong, it, Van Dyke does look good, but people forget how quick how quickly Vidic was consistent for and how much he actually won. And it's absolutely mind boggling how good he was. I was absolutely gutted when he went to Milan. Absolutely gutted.
0: Yeah, so was I. I'm pretty sure everyone was. See, whenever it was him in, in Rio, I mean, as we know, maybe Rio wasn't as fortunate with injuries. Like, his back, he had a lot of injuries um, Yeah, with, with his back, which was, I would say, did hold him back from being up there with Vidic. But he
3: yeah, was and
4: absolutely. I, as I well. also
3: remember, like, in Europe when we used to go away and play, like, we used to never play like the traditional United way. It was never really counter attacking, but we didn't attack as much. So, we usually did not have much of the possession, so we was always like under pressure. And everywhere we went, we we was fine. We always like so solid at the back. It was crazy, really. You forget how good they were, but yeah, that was mine anyway.
0: Yeah, I I definitely don't forget how good they were. They were my the, the best centre backs I've ever seen in the Premier League. Not even just for Manchester United, but in the Premier League, it was so yeah, so good. Yeah, I'm going to move on to Ahmed. Um, I just want to hear who your uh, favourite ever Manchester United player is.
4: How long <laughs> have you got? <laughs> um, I have too many. Uh, unfortunately, I have sentimental value to anyone who wears the shirt, regardless of what they do or how long they're at the club for. So it's some cases than others... The, this kind of rule does get shifted to the side. So, you know, there's a couple of... There's an Argentine that I can't stand, and I prefer that he stays quite far away from Manchester, to be honest, but we will mention him. Um, Notable mentions, Robson, Charlton, Best, Law. Uh, for me, Arnold Muriel was a good player in the 80s. In the 90s, we don't need to really cover too much on that one. Cantonar, Beckham, uh, Solskjaer, Sheringham, be Keane. The list D- goes tell on me, gigs. go on,
0: go on give, give me a name, Michael like Stone. like your number one. See if see if you had to drop everyone.
4: Unfortunately, this one is it's not common enough. But all time, my favourite Manchester United player, and I've and he's the man that runs the club now, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. The man for me shares the birth number of my birthday, so. I will. I literally. I don't. Let's say I wouldn't say. You know. I'm. I'm. I fell in love with him. I would say I have a, a a connection to him in a way because he picked that number. It shares it with my birthday. Any any time I think of the number twenty, I think of Solskjaer and I think of how important a player he was. He never got many games, but I always remember the the four he got against Nottingham Forest, the goal in the final, the many times he looked out of it at Old Trafford. But he is nowadays and. I can't test he doesn't show testament better than that. Nowadays, he shows the fight he had as a player, as manager, trying to take us back from difficult a difficult situation to put us back into the Champions League and to move us back into the title picture. It's not going to happen overnight, but as a player, he was a wonderful watch. He created so many great goals. He scored the biggest one of the biggest goals in the club's history. And for me, he's he's one of the more I'd say the more iconic players Manchester United have had and there have been top class players, there have been world class players, there have been players that make you go wow every once in a while but he has a sentimental value for me and will always be my yeah. favourite player.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to go from one sentimental player and an icon, let's say, to my favourite player who really has not Um and if you guys know me, um at united speaks on twitter you will know who my avi is and you'll know who i do support over over the time i've been on and it is jason park and i don't know you you guys will probably disagree with me here but he is mr underrated he was everywhere see whenever i was growing up watching united he was In defence, man Martin Andrea Pirlo to scorn a goal, which I don't want to say because this is my next question, Um, linking up with Ronaldo and Rooney, basically, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, Going forward, he was outstanding as well, but because he wasn't this big guy in the media and he kept himself to himself, he hasn't remembered on the same level as some other guys as you guys obviously mentioned. So mine's, yeah, Sam, me and you are probably quite similar. Different personalities by a country mile, <laughs> but we're, we're quite, it's a, it's, a, it's a different one.
2: It's the same, same generation yeah. of, of team. And I have, to, well. I, have
0: to, I have to say as well, though, Dan Fletcher was obviously up there for me as well because he's Scottish and, again, he was a hard worker. He always got the job done, but he wasn't as... It, like I can just have so many good memories from Jason Park and the way he played was just entertaining and it really let the front three of Tevez, Rune Ronaldo, or Bebatov as well, um, flourish and he just kept him ticking really with without them. I mean Ronaldo, I think Ronaldo, as I said, superhuman, he could do whatever he wants, but Jason Park definitely helped that process whenever he was a lot younger. Um yeah, so my next question, and I basically gave mine away, but we'll leave mine till the end. Actually, I'll, I'll say mine just now because you basically know mine. What is my question, Cam? You can, you can obviously get ready for this, and it's, what's your favorite ever goal? And I mean, you've got you get the stereotypical one, which was, for me, I can remember jumping out off my seat whenever I was very young, uh, Rooney's bicycle kick whenever it comes straight off his shin and went top corner against Man City. Goosebumps like who, who didn't then, and going against that, the one that I was obviously talking about, which obviously isn't as memorable as Wayne Rooney's goal, but it's still up there definitely as the counter attacking play against Arsenal. Don't know if you remember it, but we were wearing the, the blue kit, all blue, and it just started from our own box touch, touch, touch goal, and it was amazing best goal basically best kind of attacking goal i've ever seen and you know who that came from gson park but yeah it was um back in the, the fergie days where obviously i i remember the best and it was just amazing i wish we could go back i wish he was 20 years younger we still had them <laughs> yeah so cam i want to hear um your favorite goal i'm going to guess it's kind of back near whenever you, you started supporting united
1: well, yeah um, so like obviously the, the the overhead kick was was great and I, the thing is I didn't get to see that one live because that was when I was still in uni um, and when I was in uni I like I a lot of the games I had to watch back later or watch highlights because you're in class and you just have things going on um, <laughs> the goal that's my favorite that I'll throw out there is gonna be I mean, it's, it's more controversial than it it'll, it'll shock most people when they hear this but it's the FA Cup final and that skinny kid, Jesse Lingard, comes to the rescue after Alan Party just finished dancing on the side. It wasn't even that special. Like, he didn't do much other than, like, a quick volley. But the fact that it came from Jesse, who nobody expected. We were down 10 men. Um, like, there was already, you, the internet was already blown up, being like, United's going to bottle it. The party thing was becoming a meme. Like, everybody's going at us. And then Jesse Lingard just pa one one touch just lets that ball fall puts it puts it top I think it was top right and then just acts a fool and I love the celebration Share comes out tongues out waving it around his head out, losing his mind that for me I was like yeah like it, it had been a while since we got to celebrate anything too so that for me it was like all right cool this this goal is dope like it just kind of for me it fell in line with like it's just it was so unexpected, and that's what you love about sport, right? I like I like the unexpected. It's like it's it's cool when a Ronaldo scores a, a great goal or whatever. But you're like, yeah, that's what Ronaldo does. When a Jesse Lingard does it, you're like, okay, that's United. Every player at any point in time on the pitch should be able to contribute something special, some magic. And that's that's that. And that was that for me was magical. So that was my favorite goal.
0: Yeah, well, Jesse Lingard, as of now. He does obviously look quite. Out of favor, but that goal, I mean, he's he still hit, developing he he's for that. It was, it was a, a great hit, took it so well. And as I said, yeah, I can remember the celebration so well. He's he's vest out and he's waving the, the white top, that was a
1: great top as well. I really like that one. It's even funnier because he's so skinny, he's wearing like the underarm, he's not <laughs> even shirtless. Sure, like, he's got the underarm around, it's so goofy. The whole goal, the whole celebration is just yeah. like.
0: Yeah, and they made it even better—the fact that Alan Pardew was celebrating whenever Crystal Palace scored. Yeah, expecting them to hold off the full game and have no issues on from that, but yeah, came back to bite him. Didn't it? Uh huh. Yeah. So Sam, uh, what what's your favourite um, all time goal? I know there's obviously so many to pick from from so many different generations, but I'd obviously like to hear if you can narrow it down to one.
2: I I I think I can narrow it down to one and it's I I kind of don't like myself for thinking it's my favorite goal but it's not really the goal that I it's my favorite it's actually the reaction to the goal in the stadium and it was Michael Owen's goal against City 4-3 in 2009 yeah. I think it was it was early in the season so it must have been sort of September August Yeah now. I've got
0: that and I've got that in DVD <laughs>
2: And I remember I remember watching it at home. And it for me there's so much united in that goal that it was so late in extra time. It was a late goal. It was a comeback. It was just one of those games that was just it was wild. It's a roller coaster of a game. And that I just that's that's my favorite goal. There's too much, there's too much in it. It's another late winner. I don't like the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that Michael Owen scored it. And I think you know Michael Owen is the world's most boring man, um, but thankfully he, he can tap it in. So yeah, I mean, that, yeah,
0: that that goal was just so many different emotions that game from Craig Bellamy scoring to, and that that was really the start of Manchester City and there was a lot on the line. To what I can remember, Tevez, Mark Hughes are so angry at the sidelines. Which made it even better. I mean, I I, I don't know much about it. Mark Hughes. He was way before my time, but I know he was obviously a fantastic player. But I don't, I do not like players who make the switch between United and, and City. It's, it's not for me. And Liverpool going with Michael, and it it, it took it took it a wee bit, but it was still still fantastic. And it is yeah. one I remember. And one I actually, I wish I wish I, I wish I brought it up. To be honest, because I, I've got so many good memories about it. Been. I think I was actually like crying whenever we scored in the 97th minute. Uh, it was a fantastic game.
1: I think. So. So, and how, how how you, you, oh, go on. I was just going to say, how did you feel if Chidinma Sancho came to United then? Or his academy kids don't count. for, for me, you see? no, no, no. I'm happy about players
0: coming in, but with academy players, as me and Sam will go through. We like to see them flourish. And if there isn't players in that position, and if they're not good enough, then we look at the market, which we've done it replaced Sam's number one man, Nani, from all those years back whenever he left. So, Sam, it's the S word. I can't even hardly say it anymore. It's, it's painful. But, yeah.
1: I wanted to save you in case, like, somebody hears this, clips it up, and they're like, oh, but you don't like city players, which, and I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, and so
0: you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just meant, I United or yeah. that, that kind of way. It's Michael to, to City as well. That was, yeah. Anyway, so, Paper United. I'm on. i to you. Um, I'd like to hear your uh, favorite goal, one that's memorable. Could be in the stand uh, from your. Yeah,
3: player. no, I, th- I think mine has that. Mine was. Um... We went to, I think it's a semi-final. You know, wait. We went to the new camp. Ronaldo missed the penalty. We went back to Old Trafford, and yeah, rest is history. Really, isn't it, Scull sent us to the final in Moscow. That was what. There's other goals that stand out to me, but that one, it was just what that. I don't know. It was that was a really good
0: Barca team,
3: and I remember that any
0: better. The shot, like
3: yeah. And I always, always remember, um, I can't remember who cleared it. It was, um, I think it was Zambrotta. I think Ronaldo got uh, dispossessed. Zambrotta kicked it out. Scalzi took like <laughs> two touches and bang. But that was such a tight and intense tactical game. There was really nothing in it. But that, that goal was magical. And then obviously we was on the road to the final. And then, yeah, I don't know. I think it was more... We went to the new camp. Ronaldo missed a penalty as a bit of frustration. And then we knew we had to get the job done and we got it done. And yeah, I don't know. There was something about that. another one that stood out as well uh, Ronaldo's free kick. And it was only against Portsmouth and David James. But that to me was when Ronaldo was really at his pinnacle at United. He was just <laughs> everything he touched was just like gold, weren't it?
0: Yeah, it so, was we, so we, we keep going back to Ronaldo about memories.
3: Yeah, wow. and it, it, it's funny because he just he he had that Maradis touch, didn't he? Even like that free kick against Arsenal at the Emirates. I think that I don't know if it was that year or was that the year after, but it was just like everything. Game, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, that that was the blue cat as well. I'm sure. Yeah, One
3: that was, was the same, same game the counter way. attack was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think but it's, it's just, game just, game yeah, everything does always fall back to Ronaldo, doesn't it? It's like he has so many good things in the United shirt, and it was, and I remember that free kick against Portsmouth, and I remember. Watching it in the lounge, my granddad went in the kitchen to make food, and I was like, "He scored that!" And he wasn't having it. He was like, "No, like you, you pulling my leg up." And I was like, "No, I'm telling you, he just scored it." And he come in, and it's just like, and that's when you hit you that like, this guy is different. I was, yeah, he was different level, weren't he?
1: That yeah. was when he had the screaming celebration after two Just yeah, did. it, it just... really
3: meant. Yeah, it really meant it. it I just. Him that year at United, he like, I just don't remember any players that ever get close to that. Like, in prep, Omri, maybe at his prime, but ugh, I just, no one really to me comes close to what Ronaldo was.
0: Yeah, there, there's just so many goals that you, you're making yeah, you think exactly. of that, that I've just completely yeah, put It's, it's the Ronaldo himself has got at least five goals, which I can remember and just going off. Yeah, and I think early. that... How, how, how um, do you do that? Like, in that, in that happenst- stage, Ronaldo was still pretty young and he was yeah. up and coming.
2: It's I just think Cameron totally mentioned
3: different. it earlier, that header in the final and it was just... um Yeah. Uh, there's also another header I've seen, I think that's where Skulls crossed it. Ronaldo wasn't even the frame of the shoot and then by the time the ball gets to the middle, Ronaldo comes out of nowhere and heads it and as Skulls crosses it, Ronaldo weren't even in the picture in the video. He ran that quick, got in the box. Yeah, he can be. Yeah,
2: I, I like the
3: Porto one as well. Mm. Like, it was just, I remember the camera, the angle on the goal wasn't even that good because the cameraman weren't even expecting it. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, so Ahmed, finally, onto you for your favorite ever goal. I mean, so many. So many goals are going through my head just now. It goes from Robin Van Persie over his shoulder into the top corner, goes from obviously my goal with the counter attack and play, free kicks. They've done it all from different generations. So obviously, Mm. you've been supporting United for many generations. I'd like to obviously hear what's what's your favourite overall.
4: Well, as you mentioned, there are many we've seen this that uh, we've talked about this evening. And I mean, I've been fortunate not only to have watched uh, from my TV screen, but to have been at grounds when those goals have gone in. Uh, I was there when McTominay scored the last goal before lockdown. That was one of the most amazing moments of uh, as a Man United fan, sticking one over Edison's head right at the end of the game. It was a lovely feeling. And it's to this day one of my favorite United goals. But I mean, like everyone else here, it's a hard decision because you've got thousands to choose from. You've got such quality moments, the Van Persis, the Ronaldo's, the Rooney's, the Beckham's, the Van Nistelrooy's of the time as well. You've got so many to pick from. Bubasov gets on the level nation connection too. Um, but it's, just, it's one that Made me go to sleep, and yeah, it goes back to my childhood again. But it made me go to sleep that night and want to try it in the garden the next day. You know that feeling when you see a wonderful goal, you want to go into your garden and try to smash it into the top corner. Well. This one was a bit different. Um, it's against Juventus again, ironically. But this one was the 97-98 game. 1st of October 1997. I remember the day very well. I'd come back from school. I'd been talking about it all day long. I said, we're going to beat Juventus. We're going to beat Juventus. We're going to beat Juventus. The same Juventus side that just got beat by Dortmund the final before, were European champions the year before that. I was absolutely certain that we were going to beat them. I made it clear my classmates weren't having it. So I thought, okay, cool. Let's see what happens when the game ha- when the game takes place. Sure enough, that team took the lead. Del Piero scored first minute. I thought we're screwed. <laughs> we're really screwed here. So- Sheringham equalizes to one-one. Deschamps sent off. Skulls makes it two-one. It's the third goal that was scored that night. That's my favorite goal ever of in my time as a Manchester United fan. Sheringham takes a throw in far side. Let's say thirty-five yards from goal. He tosses it in towards Giggs, who plays a 1-2 with Sheringham. Scheringham then plays it back to Giggs, who then starts running at Mark Iliana. I think it's, Ili- it's Iliana, the uh, Italian defender. He skips past him. Montero, the Uruguayan, chases after him before, before you're realising it, Giggs smashes one in the on, onto Angelo Peruzzi's near post, right into the top corner. And the shock of the United fans when that one landed in the back of the net was just purely exceptional it was wonderful i went round the room mad shout, shouting madly when that one went in and it's the words of the late brian moore that night that's keep that stay in my head from that one and he quite literally said i don't believe that a quite astonishing goal by ryan giggs and although the game ended three two because we didn't define a free kick very well that goal for me to this very day stands as one of my favorite goals of all time. It's actually my favorite Champions League goal of all time. And it just, it's just this just a moment, the feeling of the fans celebrating that goal, the fact that it's against Juventus, who at the time are on probably the best team in the world at the time, the names they had in that team, the Zidane, name, Zagis, the Deschamps, um, to name a few, Vieri was in that team as well. That was the best team in the world at the time. And to beat them at Old Trafford in the way we did. Ryan is tapping it off. That's just the most remarkable moment yeah. I've had as a fan. Yeah, ever. You,
0: you can clearly tell that you're a commentator. The, 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 the way you were the talking there. Yes. It was as if I was seeing it in front of me. I, I was watching <laughs> on the TV above me here. Yeah, it was, it was spot on. I don't know if you guys got that as well. Um,
4: yeah, good. We've, we've got, sign got. him up,
3: BBT. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: we all got very different, different generations, different goals. We get different ideas as well, which is the main the main reason that all of us are, are here, and we're all hosts doing different jobs and um, Trafford Talk. So to end it here, um, stay tuned, and hopefully this will be out tomorrow, which is Tuesday, and Tuesday the twenty seventh, and. I will be joined with a special guest tomorrow on the community talk series which I'll be starting and um, stay tuned on the on all the social medias to find out obviously who it is and when it'll be it so thanks guys and interact with us um, and obviously follow everyone's privates here as well i'm pretty sure everyone would quite like to hear your opinions and thoughts going forward thanks awesome thanks guys for coming yeah, on
4: cheers guys right hey, thank okay. you
2: hey guys
3: thanks